Hello everyone and thank you for joining us once again. My name is J.E. Russelltop and this is episode 17 of Snapbacks and Beards. This is our Backlash recap. As always, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, TWG91, that wrestling guy, Stu Matos. How are you doing, buddy? Very, very well, my friend. Uh, how are you doing? You good? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good. I cannot complain. We've got some uh, interesting facts, so uh, yeah, it's all good. All good. And again, as always, I am joined by the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are you doing, sir? All good here. Yeah, uh, it feels like a weekend. Still strange. It's Monday. Um, yeah. Mostly because it was the last day of the championship, so and get to the playoffs. So I'm quite happy with that. Uh, yeah, we're doing quite well today. I saw that uh, <laughs> Preston North End, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely hammered them. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, it was a great game. Great game. So now we've got uh, one of um, Stu's teams potentially to go up against. So that should be fun. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I yeah, don't know whether Coventry. whether I'll cheer on cheer on Cov, but then that impacts the <laughs> might impact for my, for twenty uh, seventh. So we'll we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, good we're all stuff, good. Lads, good stuff. Good, good. Glad to hear it. So we will jump straight into backlash. We'll for the first night of the match. Um, EO Sky challenging against Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Johnny, you make of this match. Um, this is better than the women's matches at WrestleMania. Interesting. In terms of match quality, I thought it was fantastic. Obviously. You know, the outcome at WrestleMania, Charlotte getting beat off Rhea, that's obviously um, amazing. This match, in terms of just quality, I don't know, this is like the EO Sky that we've been waiting for, you know, um, yeah. really getting to see how good she is. That moonsault, I mean, you know, the moonsault that she does is fantastic, you know. Obviously, Bianca has a lot of stick for being bland, but, you know, I've got to give her credit here. She was part of the reason why the match was so good. Her wrestling ability isn't... Uh, I don't think your wrestling ability is so much knocked more than her uh, promo skills. Mm. Um, you want to put on a good match, yeah, she can definitely do that. And I thoroughly enjoyed the opening match. Good, good. Uh, Stu, what did you make of this match? Um, yeah, pretty much exactly exactly what, what Johnny was saying. You know, I've been someone that has been a bit critical of of Bianca previously, but again, that's nothing to do with her actual wrestling ability or her athletic ability, nothing is it's that syndrome that we're kind of suffering with her now where it's been a hell of a title reign and I'm I struggle to think of brilliant matches that she's she's kind of had or memorable sort of matches that she's had. Um but yeah I was I was thoroughly impressed. The crowd were obviously very pro EO, which I think mm, we said were. it when we were in our um when we were on on live watching it, I don't know if that was they were pro EO because they were massively over into EO or pro EO because they they've had enough of of Bianca. But either way, it was really really nice to for EO to get that recognition because we've all said how good good she is. Um, I suppose my biggest question is where does Bianca go from here? Um, mm. I I don't know who I I would guess if we see Charlotte Flair. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting one because obviously she's on she's on SmackDown now, isn't she? So uh, see what happens yeah. there. I mean, my 
my notes were were pretty similar to your yours both yours i said that uh it was better than i thought it was going to be i'm not a massive fan but maybe i'm being a little bit harsher on her than i should be because i said exactly the same thing about her last match it was better than i thought it was going to be um when she faced oscar at wrestlemania i do feel like she could probably benefit from a heel run as soon as possible just to freshen her up a bit because she has gone a bit uh, stale character wise and it's just got a little bit boring mm -hmm. yeah agreed yeah but, you see um, the uh the way she acts heel as well in matches i know it's just on mm -hmm. an aggressive side because she needs to get the job done so she's starting to be like well i didn't get the job done whatever needs to be done to make it happen and you can see there that if she does turn heel that um i think she would do quite well at it because she's got that aggression which needed which is needed to be a successful heel i agree do you know what i would actually i would actually take so obviously i'm as much as i feel it is probably a now is the right time for her to drop the title i would actually take um you know another three months four months of of a bianca title run if we got it more because at the minute it still feels even though she's you know the longest reigning women's champion of this era or whatever it still feels like she's a bit like grateful of being champion whereas if we got a sudden flip to she should be champ she feels she should be champion because she should be champion and she starts taking them shortcuts to ensure that she remains champion would just add to her character and add to the dynamic um i'll be i'll be up for another couple of months of of that rather than what we're kind of getting of that general generic happy clappy baby face that she plays mm -hmm. mm. Mm, I agree. I agree. So, in regards to the match, lads, were we sports entertained? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah. 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 Perfect. And Definitely. going into that match, because uh, we like to keep a tally here on Snapbacks and Beards, Stu, Stu keeps the lists. Um, I don't know if he keeps the tallies as well, but he does keep the lists. Um, I've got, I've got the list. I, I haven't got the tallies of uh, of who's on what overall, but I've got on who's on what from from uh, from Saturday. So um, so yeah, I, I, I went for EO. Yeah, I'm Johnny, you, went, you, yeah, you both so said Bianca. Uh, yeah. Mystic Stew has lost his ability. <laughs> <laughs> it looks we will jump. after Saturday. It does look like it. It does, it does. We will jump straight into match two. Omos, the Nigerian giant against Seth Frickin' Rollins. We'll go to Stu first in time. What did you make of this match? Um I get it was it was everything it needed to be. Uh, I was probably more into it after Rollins's sort of promo on it. Um, mm -hmm. Again, I, it almost feels like you could you could cut and paste what we said about the Lesnar match to this match. Like Omos looked okay; he looked dominant for how he should be. Still looked a little bit green. Um, but did you ever think he was actually going to win it? I'm not not really sure. Um, I thought the, the off the top ropes curb stomp was quite cool. Um, just a way to counter Omos's height. 
Um, again, right right winner, which we'll see Rollins roll on. But how, again, as we said after the Lesnar match, how many big matches can Omos keep losing? We're supposed to take him seriously. Um, and he needs to start He needs to start beating people that aren't just enhance, enhancement talent on Raw, really. But uh, yeah, overall, it wasn't. It wasn't awful, but you know it's not going to get a five star anytime soon, is it? Well, mm-hmm. that's that's not for us to decide. <laughs> <laughs> um, Johnny, <laughs> it's it's difficult to put Omos in a position where um, he's in against other people his size, right? So then the problem is with someone like Omos. If you're going to put him in a believable position. Everyone he faces, he should beat. Um, they kind of put themselves in a hard spot where, you know, no one realistically can beat this guy, but everyone's beaten him in a wrestling match. But if you want to make it realistic, that's that probably shouldn't be the case. So it's a weird dynamic where if he ever did win a championship, like he shouldn't ever lose it. Um, I don't think Omos uh, has had bad matches really i think he's done what he needs to do as we say he doesn't have incredible matches but he does what's needed to be done for a guy his size the only issue is that he loses every time he has a big match and obviously it was interesting to see how rollins was going to get that win but it's just difficult to have someone like almost um at the top because it's not believable that he gets beat really Mm. i Mm. think so you can't really have someone Agreed. in the title pick because if he fights Roman Reigns, he should be the one to beat him. Like again, just basing him on the size of him, you know. So I just feel like WWE don't really know what to do with this guy because if they pull the trigger on him, they can't go back. Well, and that's that's very true. So, well, uh, again, my notes aren't aren't too dissimilar. Um, I've discussed. I actually feel like he must deserve it. I said that um, I'm noticing more that he is, he's turning up for these matches. Um, he's going at least 10 minutes, and for someone his size, that might be a bit hard to do. Um, like that curve stomp from the top rope, he sold, I, I sold that perfectly. I, I thought mm-hmm. that was great. Yeah. Um, obviously, a beast. Uh, I've put in my notes here. Can't wait for him to be world heavyweight champion <laughs> because I'm uh, I'm fairly confident. Well, I say I'm fairly confident. Um, the next pay per view, uh, Omos is at. He needs to have big name and he needs to win it. Otherwise, I don't think he can ever be taken seriously. Um, yeah. And I suppose my only gripe with the match is that I feel like the curb stomp is such a decent finisher that if it's hit twice on someone no matter their size and stature and then that person is pinned straight away they probably shouldn't kick out yeah Mm -hmm. um but the the match itself um i think yeah it went for about 10 minutes or so but uh yeah i liked it i thought it was a decent match um were we sports entertained with this one lads yeah for what it was i think i'd say i was not I'll quite the level of the first match, but yes, we'll we'll take right. it. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. still take it. Yeah, Seth is still the goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll move on swiftly 
we will jump because we've got a lot to get through tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we will jump straight on to the triple threat match for the United States Championship. Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley were challenging against A-Town Down, the now, the future, the forever, Austin Theory. Johnny, what did you make of this match? Well, I'll start off with, obviously, I did pick Bronson Reed to win the match before the draft took place. Um, so, as I did say, going into this, I kind of knew it wasn't going to go the way I said. Um, if they did do that, it would have been interesting to see how they got themselves out of that position. But now they went with Theory getting the win in uh, another match where they clash of the Titans and kind of how you would have expected it to happen where Bronson and Bobby take each other out, giving Theory the chance to capitalise and escape the luckiest United States champion in the world. But, you know, that's what chicken shit heels do. And he did exactly what you would expect him to do to win a match like this. Um, he did. I was I was looking forward to seeing A-Town down on uh, Bronson Reed. He didn't quite get it. He did almost get him up, but you know he, he did the did it the way he's supposed to do it. You know, you're not meant to want him to win, and he does it every time. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty much. Again, similar sort of view. Um. I'm. I was. I was fairly confident. Um. Going into this match, but having seen it or having seen the match and thought more on it. If you're looking for someone believable to take the IC title off Gunther, Bronson Reed has to be in that category. He absolutely should be in that category. He like he hit a moonsault that you know he shouldn't be able to do. Someone his size shouldn't be able to do that, and it, it looked very good, looked very clean. Um, but yeah, obviously I went I went for Bobby um, to win it because I. Again, we we had the conversation, didn't we? I I said that if Theory went to SmackDown, he would probably keep it. If he didn't, Lashley would win it. But we made them predictions before that that part of the draft. Um, probably the right decision, I think, in the end to have Theory win it. Um, if he's going to SmackDown, he's not going to be beating Roman anytime soon. So let's have him make more of his own legacy and make that US title the number one number one title on, on SmackDown. Um so I'm looking forward to see where that where that goes moving forward now. Interesting. Good stuff, lads. Good stuff. Um again, yeah, my notes similar to a lot of stuff you boys have said. Um theory retained by seeing the opportunity to win and he did. Um obviously I had Bobby to win as well, but he didn't. Um again Bron Reed, what you said, Shu, shouldn't be able to move that quick for or do the stuff he can do for uh, someone his size. And that move from the second rope where he kind of bounced up and then just went backwards into uh, to Bobby. It was a very quick match, actually. It came in at six minutes 50. Um, oh, so right. Like it was a uh, didn't realize yeah, that. six minutes and 50 seconds, that match. Yeah. Um, the shortest match of the night. Um and I felt like it was a bit of a showcase of watch this, watch what I can do, and then someone else moving on to the yeah. next uh, next um, next move, I guess. But I do have a couple of questions coming off the back of this for you guys. Now it's, there's three questions. It can be a yes, no, yes, no, 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 yes, 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 or you can go into detail with them. It's up to you. These three guys, where do they go next? 
for theory is it cross la night waller for bronson reed does he go to gunther and is it time for bobby to try and step to roman take it away i think that's that's probably probably there or thereabouts um i don't know whether um do you do you i use the term loosely but do you feed someone else to bronson um you know maybe a maybe a, a short program with, with with someone like the miz or someone like that because it is it mm. is it realistic or it, i suppose it's realistic but is it sensible to have him lose a feud for the us title to jump straight into a feud for the ic title and then possibly win it like does he just need something a little filler in between just to get that momentum for that feud but that's that's certainly where i where i would go um and then you know i think i think bobby will will be one of the next the next challenges for for roman mm -hmm. johnny yeah um i think i agree with the way you mentioned where they go next i think lashley should fight reigns next um money in the bank have lashley fight Reigns and then after Reigns beats him have Lashley beat him down with a hurt lock and have Ellie Knight cash in and win the title um that would be in the perfect world I, I wonder uh, where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean again I don't think they've had a, a feud really um maybe for the IC title back in 2018 but I think that would be a match where they should go now I think Lashley has grown as a character since then quite a lot and I think there's a storyline there natural baby face and again i know they like lashley and where else would he go i suppose after that he didn't win the title that's the only thing so it's like why should he fight for the united states for the world championship when he's just lost another match so i guess there is that there um but you know wwe managed to find ways of changing things like that so I can well, see is lashley that where they it. could do a, t a title tournament because obviously we're now we're going to have a tournament mm. for the world heavyweight championship reigns is going to need an opponent if they do something similar for yeah. for that for for him maybe mm -hmm. um and with theory gris and waller will be a good option but they're both heels and obviously gris and waller could have a complete change of character on the main roster but currently i think that they're probably gonna have to go for la nice again not being biased but he is very over with the fans and if there was ever a time to have a natural baby face turn this would be it and the united states championship well it'd be nice to see him with that round his waist wouldn't it, it so would. yeah. yeah um and i think with bronson reed well gunter needs opponents until september to get that uh, longest title reign of all time so bronson reed i imagine will be involved in that the world heavyweight championship whoever wins it maybe he's like one of their first opponents that could be another thing that's not a bad shout, actually. Yeah. If Seth Rollins wins it or someone from the raw side wins it. But he should go for the IC title. But I I also feel like I but he probably won't win. Um so <laughs> depends if he minds that. Uh, but the, the the thing is though, and again it's that conundrum we've had before. Who does beat Gunther? Someone has to at some point. Um Bronson Reed certainly would be a man to do it, I'd give him that. And now I've just realised. I just think it needs to be. They've just. I've literally just realised as we were talking about it. They've taken 
the one belt away from Sheamus that he needs to get the collection and taken it to the other brand and left him on the other brand. Yeah. I've yeah. only just realised yeah. that. That's up. That's up. There That's is up. an outside shout of, you know, because they love history-making moments, right? So they could have Sheamus win Money in the Bank and cash in on Gunter. That opens all yeah, kind of worms. Of, you don't even have to fight for the World Championship. You could fight for any belt you want, you know? Yeah. I mean, Theory did that, didn't yeah. he, last year? So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, would do it in a row, I suppose. That would be the only question. Yeah. yeah. In regards to this match, though, boys, were we sports entertained this uh, triple threat match? Yeah, I, I, yes. considering I thought it went longer than six minutes, I'm going to, yeah, def yeah, definitely. Good, absolutely good. Mm. Glad to hear it. We we want to be sports entertained, so it's good that we are. Um, we will move straight on to match four, which was for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and it was Zelina Vega challenging Rhea Ripley. And oh, who should I who should I pick to talk about this first? Oh, God, then, Stu. We know you're waiting. Go on. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Um, I mean. The, the match itself was, or the result of the match was, was probably never, never in doubt. Um, I, I enjoyed a lot that Zelina got that, got the reaction that she got, um, and it's nice to see organic moments like that as fans, and you could see how that, mu how much that meant to her. Um, I think I really enjoy how Rhea works against the. The sort, well, I say smaller opponents. Most opponents are fairly smaller compared to compared to Rhea, I, I, I guess. But the sort of the the attempts of of Zelina and and her sort of countering Rhea's big moves looked looked really good, and it gave Rhea that chance to really show off her her sort of power. Um, again, right result. Um, I'm glad in a way that they didn't go for the complete heel squash. Um, I think I'd say I think for for Zelina she deserved a a bit of of time to to sh shine and show what she can do. Um, but yeah, obviously we know Mammy wins, which makes me happy. Um, and I'm looking forward to see where uh, where they go now for for opponents for for her. And uh, also, you don't need to. We uh, can't full name you. That was the uh, you were going to have to full name yourself. No, that was you? the stip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. that was the stipulation. So, uh, so you got away with that one, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> um, Johnny, what did you make of this match? The right person won. I think um, it would have been one of the biggest shocks around if Zelina beat her for the title. If she was ever going to do it, I guess that would have been the place for it to happen because the reaction would have been something very special if Zelina managed to win that. But the way she built up Rhea for all this time to then lose the title after less than a month of having it, or just over a month of having it, that wouldn't be right. You know, they can't do that with her. Uh, but, I mean, it was everything it needed to be, really, in terms of a dominant champion against the underdog and... Then the dominant champion, the underdog story doesn't happen this time. The dominant champion, business as usual for Rhea. I really like the white gear that Drew was wearing as well. I've always enjoyed the uh, when they changed their outfits slightly, mm -hmm. and that was it there. Mm 
I mean, you could go really deep into it and go, is this a, a face turn because she's wearing white rather than dark colours now? I, I don't think that will happen, but she's very popular with the fans. But thoroughly enjoyable match. Good. Um, yeah, I thought that about the the white ring gear as well. And then I watched it back again and I didn't think at the time that Priest was also in white, gear, white ring gear and so was uh, Dominic Mysterio as well. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's it's kind of something they were trialling out, but it, it suited them all. I love white ring gear and I don't think you get better boots than white ring boots either. I think that's, they just yeah. look so slick. Mm. Um, yes. yeah. yeah, agreed. Again, um, I suppose if we're talking about ring gear, we probably should touch on Zelina's ring gear as well. The way she had the wings that came up and it made the uh, the cape as well. I thought it was uh, the flag. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It did look good. Yeah. Again, not much different to you boys. Confident in the uh, outcome before it started. Uh, Zelina is a very good wrestler. Um, she got her licks in, but Rhea was dominant for pretty much most of the match and was never really any real trouble because her strength is outmatched um she sells a ddt like an absolute boss rhea mm-hmm. yeah. she's there, there isn't a does. woman wrestler that sells it better than her and she sells it better than a lot of she's up there with like for selling a ddt like dolph ziggler like uh mm. yeah she's she's mm. right up there for for selling um and then uh zelina obviously had a bit of homage to ray with the 619 um and she got the uh, the standing ovation at the end. And my one question coming out of this was, who, who's next for Rhea? Surely she's just going to tear apart the whole of the women's roster, right? Has to. I think I. I yeah, I, I I think she I think she should. I would if if it was me, and I I guess it's it borders slightly on the on the cliche side of things, but. If it was me, I would have, I would have Rhea completely dominate, completely, you know, carry on what she's doing, whilst slowly building Raquel up, have Raquel win the Rumble, have Raquel beat here at Mania next year. Um, I'm, I'm really I, at some point they have to lock horns on the main roster, and I'm really looking forward to it because they did it in NXT and it was wonderful. So I think that that's where I would go long term. Um, short term, I think she needs to she needs to have matches and, and show off what she can do. I think yeah. uh, if uh, sorry, Johnny, just quickly, I think if she does meet Raquel, then it will be similar to a uh, a Gunther Sheamus type esque esque standoff. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Mm. absolutely will be. Yeah, mm. I'm just trying to think about thoughts. what. Just think, trying where like what. What she does next, because some again, Raquel is a long-term uh, opponent. I'd say they could have her against Liv Morgan because I think they are quite close. Again, the first, the last two in the Royal Rumble, first two in the match. I feel like there's something there, even like an Iron Woman match yep. between the two of them. You know, uh, SummerSlam was obviously going to be the next big one. They need something high quality for her now. Obviously, Charlotte is not the answer because they already faced her. I don't think they bother with rematch clauses anymore. But yeah. I wouldn't know who else to go for. I mean, as I say, Liv and Raquel are the two obvious ones. Ronda Rousey's on Raw now. Um, have Rhea beat her clean would be quite a thing for her, I think. You've got a lot of eyes on her for that. I could see that being a SummerSlam match as well. 
Obviously, um, someone from Raw could win Money in the Bank. Um, yes. Oh, however, she's the SmackDown Women's Champion, but she's on Raw, isn't she? Yep. Yeah. So, so they'll do a horrible belt have... switch because yeah, know. or or the Women's World Heavyweight Champion and the Women's WWE Champion actually just change the names of them, maybe. Yeah. I really would. Which love is that, absolutely yeah. Again, what they should do. do the same, yeah. That's exactly what mm. they should do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to the match show, boys, were we sports entertained? I know Stu's answer, so there's no point in asking him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gave us what we wanted, really. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah, we, kn- we, we knew what was going to happen, but um, yeah, we still. A- we will move on to the first of two main events uh, of the evening, even though it came third from last. And it was a San Juan street fight between Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Johnny, take it away. Damian Priest's WrestleMania moment right here. You know? And he was more than capable of putting Bad Bunny through a match like this. Shows how professional he is. And I really hope that they take Damian Priest seriously as a main eventer because clearly he's professional. He knows how to not hurt people. And when you've got the most... Highest selling uh, record artist in the world, apparently, in Bad Bunny. In a wrestling match, the last thing you need is to have him get injured on your watch. So for Damian Priest to be the one to have a hardcore match with someone like this, I think shows just how talented he is. Bad Bunny was the first of two, after Logan Paul, celebrity matches where, hey, you know what? These celebrities aren't all bad at wrestling. Mm -hmm. And he was, Mm -hmm. you know, it was pretty much a Bad Bunny concert for his entrance, you know, Bad Bunny and Damien Priest should have been the main event. Obviously, it was the semi-main event, apparently, but it should have been the last match of the night. And you had all of these like great moments in a street fight. Carlito made a return at the biggest pop he's probably ever received. Mm. And uh, Savio Vega as well, who uh, didn't get quite the reaction, but I think some people <laughs> were like, oh, yeah, Savio Vega. Yeah, he was the thing. <laughs> he still, he looks, still looks hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still looks badass. Um but the street fight was just a lot of fun, as you know, there should be. And I've got to give a lot of credit to Damien Priest for um, making that match what it was, because, again, he had to really protect this celebrity. Did a great job. Good, good. Glad to hear it. We'll mix it up a little bit. Um, I'll jump in the middle this time uh, and just give my thoughts on it. Um, yeah, I, I, I love a street fight, um, especially when two dudes just throw shit at each other, like, cans and chairs and kendo mm. sticks it's it's just great to watch um at 25 minutes this one and i felt like it it could have been 20 um they could have maybe cut five minutes out um what else did i say yeah again like you said johnny uh the match itself was really enjoyable and bad bunny can go now we talk about logan paul getting props and rightly so but bad bunny doesn't to be recognized for his efforts too because, uh, yeah, he, he can do stuff that maybe just celebrities that walk in off the street shouldn't be able to do. Um, the Canadian Destroyer, or the Bunny Destroyer, as as they called it that night, um, it's, a, it's an absolutely great move, but full credit to Damien Priest, because that move is only made look, to look as good as it is by the person receiving it more 
than the person actually giving it. Um, and yeah, I just literally my last line here is Damien Priest has got a massive, massive future ahead of him, and mm -hmm. rightly so. Uh, yeah. Stu, Stu, what did you make of this match? Yeah, like again, very, very similar to along the lines of, of what you boys have said. I mean, like we've said, I think it says a lot that Damien Priest was trusted with rather than you know, sticking Bad Bunny in a tag match and sort of parrying him through a tag match. He's he's taken him through a one-on-one -on -one match um, where, you know, in a, in, a, in a tag match, you could, you know, he could be very protected and have to do very limited limited stuff. Um, you know, one-on-one -on -one relies on both competitors being able to to go and sort of get each other through it. So I think, yeah, for, for Priest to have that and, and lead that, I think says, says an awful lot. Um, mm -hmm. the only, the only two criticisms that I would have for this match would be yeah. the, and we said it on the night that the Falcon arrow through the, through them sort of two, three tables looked fantastic props for bad bunny for taking it and props for priest for, you know, doing it safely to, to bunny. But mm -hmm. that move in that set of circumstances beats 80% of the roster. But in two, yeah. two and a half minutes, Priest, uh, Bad Bunny stood over Priest, battering him with a chair. And I just felt a little bit like, you know, uh, uh, we're trying to ascend it. And I, but again, that's not a criticism of either man. I just, I, do you know what I mean? I just thought, you know, let's, let's have Priest beat on him a little bit more rather than do that and then be, be struggling a couple, couple of minutes later. Um, and like you said, Johnny, I think for it going going twenty five minutes, some of that interference kind of convoluted it a little bit, and I could probably have mm. done with them that happening a bit quicker and and sort of running a bit quicker. Um, but you know, great to see Carlito and him get that pop, and same for Savio Vega. So it's not they're not massive criticisms; they're just a couple of bits I picked up on when when we were watching it. Mm. I think when you have a match like this as well, I've always said, when you have, people will say Damien Priest should win. And yeah, of course he should. But when you have a match like this, a street fight, that's a realistic way for someone like Bad Bunny to win. Yeah. You know, as we say, like yeah. um, Bad Bunny has loads of weapons against a guy. Then, yeah, he's got a chance because, again, he's got an option of using an object to play to his advantage. So for Bad Bunny to win, I yeah. don't think does any harm to Damien Priest either because again he didn't lose cleanly in a fight here you know he you know he was beaten because of weapons and multiple people helping him so it is a yeah. realistic way to do it i think as well oh yeah absolutely i agree if i was to i don't know if i was to come up against omos and i smacked him around the head with an iron i'm going to stand a better chance against him than than if it mm -hmm. was i was it was just me with my fists uh, yeah, yes. I, I, I completely agree yeah. with that statement. Mm. Do you think anything, enjoyable. Do you think enjoyable. No, I think, like I say, I, and, and again, we've we've said it many, many times, and I said it. I think even in our Rumble recap, potentially, there is a big, big upside for Damian Priest, and absolutely, I really hope that he's now taken. He's got the. He's got everything to be that enforcer of the judgment day kind of like the solo sokoa is for the bloodline that's what they should be doing mm -hmm. with damien priest um 
and that needs to needs to be his role kind of being taken seriously moving moving forward agreed agreed and were we sports entertained boys sure was absolutely yeah absolutely 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 and you've just mentioned solo sokoa so we will do a nice segue there into the six-man tag match we had matt riddle teaming with the undisputed tag team champions Sami Zayn and kevin owens to take on Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, and Baby Uso, Solo Sokoa. Uh, Johnny, what did you make of this match? Again, the storytelling was what uh, sells it for me. The way that Solo and Jay were having a bit of a dispute there, a bit of a mm. spat between the two. And, you know, Solo was almost about to nail them with the uh, small spike right at the end. You see him doing this, and I thought he's going to do it, isn't he? And he didn't, but it was a time for teaser there, saying like, "It's coming, lads. Just, just you watch. It's coming." Um, I didn't expect him to win. I thought it would be more like you know, Jay costs them the match, and then Solo has had enough and turns on them. But instead, they get the win and they delay it a bit longer. And actually, maybe it works better this way, delaying it a bit more, rather than just going straight in for it. But we know what's coming. Uh, in terms of the match, yeah, I mean, a standard six-man match. I can't really say it was one of the greatest match I've ever seen or anything like that. But, I mean, yeah, a six-man tag match, there's only so much you can do. Everyone got their stuff in. But I was sold by the storytelling of the Usos side of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was for me as well. Um, but yeah. we'll uh, we'll go to Stu first. Stu, what did, uh, what did you make of this match? I told you the bloodline were going to win this match. I told <laughs> you, you that the bloodline were going to win this match, and you made me change. You made me change. I told you the bloodline would win. Um, yeah, I mean, I if I was being hyper, hyper critical for no reason whatsoever other than to get views on the internet, I would say I did feel a little bit like I was waiting for the end of this match to see what was going to happen rather than probably being in the moment and enjoying what I was seeing in the match, if that makes sense. Um, Mm. But again, a very good six man tag. You know what you're going to get with all, with all sort of six, six men involved. Um, And yeah, no, no complaints with the, with the quality of the match. Um, like I say, it just felt a little bit like I was watching it, waiting for the end to see what was what was going to happen. But yeah, en- enjoyed it. Enjoyed it as a match, um, and enjoyed actually to see where it's going to go next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My again, my notes aren't aren't massively different. I've just got a couple of bits to to touch on. Um, obviously, we had the teasing of uh, Solo. He was literally about to spike Jay. Um, but then I noticed that Jay said, I'm your brother, not him. So is Jay expecting Roman to have told Solo to to do something to them? That. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I know. I, that was on the second watch back, I noticed. But yeah, you can hear Jay say to him, I'm your brother, not him. So I don't know if Jay is expecting something. Obviously, Jimmy super kicked Jay, um, albeit by accident, but a rare miscommunication. So. Are there cracks forming everywhere in the bloodline, even potentially between them two as brothers? 
Um, yeah, the match itself, uh, I thought was decent enough. Um, do if I'm being totally honest, I do feel like I've seen enough now of Sammy and KO with with Bloodline, um, and I'm ready for something new or the Bloodline story to evolve without Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens in it. I wonder if we get that now they're on different brands, but then obviously in the same breath, Sammy and KO are still the undisputed tag champs, so they still hold the SmackDown Tag Team Championships as well. Um, and finally, uh, yeah, when, when does when does Solo actually turn? Is that something that happens? Because it is probably inevitable. Um, when do we see that, do you think? SummerSlam maybe or further down the road? I'd like I think, to be more in the I think we'll know more. I, I think we'll know more after what Reigns is on Friday on SmackDown. Mm, yeah. Because obviously he's back on, he's back there. So I, I wonder what he's, what what he's gonna, what he's gonna say. But I do absolutely agree with you in the sense of, I am, I don't now see a reason for Sammy and KO to bother with the bloodline. Like they've got the titles, yeah, they're, they're, not they're on any different brands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't. They need, they need. What I would do again if I was in charge would be have them split the titles keep the raw ones so they stay away from the bloodline and then have some sort of tag team tournament um and maybe that's what they could do maybe have a smackdown tag team tournament or something like that and have the usos not win that and then roman say how many more chances do you expect to have to to have these titles and then have solo turn maybe yeah i don't mm -hmm. you know interesting yep so well, that's the problem with the tag team champions like the undisputed tag team champions it's almost as if the draft was done to spike the ratings for one week mm -hmm. you know well, because what, yeah. what difference does it if make the to tournament them? they can fight anybody anyway uh, in a little bit mm -hmm. yeah and that <laughs> exactly. but again like again it just the draft isn't taken that seriously because that's like in a football team where they go, oh, well, you know, this guy can play for Man United one week and Man City next week. It's the same idea, you know, and it's stupid. So they need to do something with the tag team titles, um, similar to the women's tag team titles also, because, again, there's tag team champions on Ron SmackDown for the women's side, by the way. But the men's side, there's only one set of tag team belts and it's supposed to be on one show, but it won't be. So it's just uh, where they're going to go with these uh, now is what's um See, i think what they what what they what they could do for the women potentially and again i don't know if i'm just wishing on a pipe dream here um you have alba fire and isla dawn come up and say these are the smackdown tag team championships give give nxt some new tag team championships and and have isla dawn and and, and alba fire say the, these are the smackdown tag champs or championships now and have them as the as the tag team champions because obviously they they won uh on nxt last week didn't they so they are still the tag team champions on nxt yeah so why not yeah. why not do that um would but again would, will WWE NXT, do that? would nxt then have to get themselves another set of women's tag team championships yeah give give nxt to take to make another another set but then you could then you would have you could have tag team champions on or women's tag team champions on raw cammy and cammy sammy and ko can split theirs and i think like we say to take this draft seriously 
and for it to be the game-changing draft that has been talked about, they need to have separate belts for every show. You know? Agreed. Um, mm -hmm. I, just, I just think that makes sense. Agreed, agreed. Um, in regards to the six-man tag, were we sports entertained? Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I was, to an extent. <laughs> yeah, I, I would actually. Again, I don't know. I'm not saying this to you know get clicks on the internet, but this was probably the match I liked least of all, um, and that's purely again because I was more interested in getting to the end to see what was going to happen rather than enjoying the match for for what it was. But I was entertained by what I saw. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, this episode has been named. I'm not just saying this to get clicks on the internet. <laughs> That's the one. Um, we will. We. I was. I was uh, sports entertained um, purely for the fact of Solo Sakura alone. I think he's great, and I think down mm. the road he'll probably be the one to throw Roman. But that's for another day. The second of the two main events now the the actual main event of the night which was the beast cowboy brock lesnar versus the american nightmare cody rhodes Stu, what did you make of this one um again for for what it was i i did really enjoy it um it was interesting for them to go with the the jump the start like they did with um seth and cody uh, no, Seth and Brock at Mania, where he just where he went after him right before the bell, which is sensible. Like if you're looking to take down someone like Brock, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, I suppose the the biggest talking point coming out of the match, or the second biggest talking point, because the biggest talking point is the fact that Cody's pyro and his woe should match, but they don't. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the actual the biggest talking point. Um, coming out of the match was was it was it a hard way or a blade job from Brock and was it supposed to happen um, I, I've watched that moment three or four times since and I know people have uh, have replied to videos of mine saying that Brock did blade but I'm I can't see where that happened to be honest I I think he's done it the hard way as he's done for people previously um i just wonder if maybe he bled a little bit much than or a little bit more than what they were kind of thinking which is why they they got to the ending quite quickly um but you know and i i know some people probably have got a grumble with him in terms of is it a cheap win for cody to sort of get that roll up on on brock but you know again we talk about about realism and if you've got a chance to get a victory over brock with either you know countering a submission or a roll-up you, you're going to take that opportunity to get the victory you get you have to be a little bit opportunistic against brock in most circumstances um mm -hmm. so i yeah i didn't necessarily have an issue with with that part of it really i yeah i, I was i was for it and i probably would have liked it to have gone a little bit longer because we know brock works well with with smaller guys um yeah. but yeah i think we'll probably see a, a second match between these two down the line mm, mm. Yeah. Donny? 
I was enjoying it um, until the ending. Um, I did enjoy Cody Rhodes' little walk where he's storming to the chair. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, he's such a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like one of those children when you know they're having an argument because they lose a game, and then the parents don't know get back in the living room. They're like, oh, okay, fine, <laughs> you know. That's how it felt with him, and uh, I popped at that. Uh, that was uh, that was brilliant. The match was cut short, and I was getting sports entertained until they decided to end the match the way it did. Now I don't mind Cody Rhodes beating him, and if he beats him in that way, so long as that's not his conquering of the beast. That's not his story the redemption story that we're talking about because he kind of fluked his way to victory there we need a decisive win over brock i think for cody again i don't mind him winning so long as this doesn't mean this is the only match they have and this was the moment where he beat brock clean and he proved that he deserves to be at the top because he kind of you know almost like a heel victory essentially mm. um mm -hmm. but i mean i was looking forward to the match didn't quite meet the expectations. I think only because maybe it was a bit on the short side. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, um, I think this one came in about. I think I haven't got it written down, but I did look at them all. I think this one came in about nine minutes something. Yeah, it wasn't mm. wasn't one either. Um, yeah, a couple of notes from me. Um, again, like you said, sure. I think the big talk. One of the big talking points was uh, the 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 blood and was it legit? Was it blading? Um, I've watched it a few times as well, um, and I know the point where people are talking about he puts his hand up like that. But if you know, I've, I've watched it and kind of like to, tried to slow it down. The blood has started to come by the time he goes to put his hand there. So mm, for yeah. for me, it is legit. Um, whether it meant to happen or not, I don't know. Um, yeah, see, I, I think it was planned. I definitely think it was a planned spot, and I think it was hard way because if because they they removed the turnbuckle very early, um, and Brock has bled the hard way for for people previously. So I I think it was I do think it was it was it was planned. Yeah, yeah, um, and then I've just got as well uh, Cody straight onto the onslaught before the bell. Um, is that pent up frustration, or does Cody not even think that he can? beat Brock clean one-on-one -on -one and he does need all the help he can get um yeah again a shoddy finish um, which I wasn't a massive fan of but I take from that that the feud probably isn't done um and I think that Brock will probably cost Cody in the World heavyweight championship tournament um and my last note on it what I will end with definitely on the live I remember a time when no one kicked out of the f5 and now Cody mm -hmm. Rhodes, yeah. just like that, being pinned straight away, kicking straight out. I think finishers are, are losing the protection they once had. Um, and yeah. it's a bit sad, really, I suppose, because there was a time where you knew that was it. I mean, it's 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 good in a sense because you don't now know if it's going to be it. But mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't it's know. Oversaturated, though, they do it too often now with like every move, like. Yeah, they always do more than one finisher in every match. Well, I think um... it's, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating because you have, say, um, I don't know if you have it, and I guess it's a, it, it does make sense in some instances with the with the occasion as such. But you could have, I don't know, um, Drew would hit the Claymore on LA Night on Raw, and that would pin him. But if they had a match on 
a pay-per-view and he hit him with it, uh, LA Knight probably kicks out the first time. Like It's, in... um, it's funny you say, Drew, because he was my go-to with it, actually. I remember when he won the world title <laughs> from Brock at WrestleMania. I think he kicked out of four or five F5s, one after another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He just kept F five F five and him pinning him, and he just kept kicking out. Um, yeah, like yeah, maybe maybe that shouldn't happen. But yeah, where we sports entertained in this match? Yeah, by Courtney's yeah. walking. Yes, <laughs> I would say I was for uh, for the blood alone. I like, I do like to see a bit of blood in my uh, wrestling matches. So yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed yeah. it. Paper uh, two questions for you boys now. Pay per view as a whole, where you sports entertained? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And do you have a match of the night? It is very much a toss-up between the street fight and the uh, opening women's match. Interesting. You know, do you know what? I'm. Yeah. That they were. They were probably the two that I was going to go for. Um, and I think I am going to go for the opening match of the night. You know, I'm going to go Eo and Bianca. I think, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to go for. They were the two going through my head as well, and I'll mix it up. I'll go for the street fight. So uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's over to you to to give the deciding winner, unless you pick the six-man. Yeah, so I'll tell you what. Um, <laughs> because a street fight, I know I'm going to be entertained by before it starts, right? I know that I'm going to have a good time watching it. So I'm going to go for the women's match, the opening women's match, because... I shouldn't be like saying I shouldn't expect it, but again, surprised how thoroughly entertained I was by it because I was expecting a standard wrestling match and they don't always do it for me, but this one certainly did. So I'm going to go for the women's title match. Interesting. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We don't hate women's wrestling. Don't cancel (laughs) us. We don't hate women's wrestling. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was a good pay-per-view. Um, for what it was, coming off the back of being the first pay-per-view after WrestleMania. Um, yeah, it was decent, and, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And mm. now we have some very pressing news to discuss. It is the tournament for the World Heavyweight Championship. We have 12 competitors. Um, I don't have them written down, so I'm going to try and do it off the top of my head. We have got from Raw, we have got Seth Rollins, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, don't tell me, Seth Rollins, The Miz, Shinsuke Nakamura, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Cody Rhodes. And on SmackDown, we have got Austin Theory, Edge, Sheamus, Rey Mysterio, Bobby Lashley, and... Edge, AJ Styles. AJ Styles, thank you. Um, Do you know what? How did I forget that? (laughs) Yes, beautiful (laughs) T-shirt. I've got that one yet. Yes, we've got these 12 guys. Kicks off on Raw tonight. Two triple threat matches. The winner of both of those faces each other in the main event of that night. Same rules with SmackDown on Friday. The two winners will meet at WrestleMania, no, they won't meet at WrestleMania. They will meet at Night of Champions to crown a new world heavyweight champion. Lads, where do we see this going? I want there to be a surprise. I think, yeah, that'd be nice. I, yeah. But I, I think we're going to end up with with Seth and Thin as in, in as the final two. 
tonight. Tonight. Um, yeah, tonight will be Seth and Finn, I think. Um, and then, oh, who do I want to see on SmackDown? I'd quite like to see AJ and Edge run it back again, mm -hmm. if I'm honest. Um, or, yeah, yeah, maybe AJ and Edge. I, th I it's, it's difficult because I think we've kind of said, haven't we, that the the winner is probably going to come from the raw side because it seems pointless mm -hmm. to have someone from SmackDown win it and then just transfer over to Raw. Um, I'd I'd probably mm -hmm. so and obviously yeah that's so I'm I'm gonna go. Oh, I don't know. I'll go set yeah Seth and Finn to, in the final tonight, uh, and I'll go AJ and Edge on. On Raw, uh, sorry, on on SmackDown. Um, and who wins the two? Who wins those? Who's in the final? Oh, do you know? I'm gonna Seth AJ. Interesting. Who wins? And then if if that's the final, Seth Seth wins. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I I'm kind of going against what I've just, what are my own thoughts here because I, in a video I did obviously a, uh, a few weeks ago, I said that I'd look at Edge, Orton, or Seth to win it as a as the first time. Um, yeah, we've talked about doing a sort of a prediction thing for it. Uh, you've you've obviously gone with with your boy Seth, and I think Johnny, you said Edge, didn't you? Um, yeah. So I'm I'm actually by saying um Seth and AJ in the final I'm going against my pick that I think because I think it'll be Seth but I don't want to pick Seth because you have so I was going to go for Finn but I I do think if I'm talking realistically I think it'll be Seth Edge in mm -hmm. uh, sorry Seth AJ or Seth Edge in the final and and Seth to win it. And Johnny, what do you see happening in the the triple threat matches, the final matches of the nights on both Raw and SmackDown? And who do you see being in the final and winning? Well, what I'd like to see is on Raw tonight. The first triple threat match is Finn, AJ, and Rollins. Uh, sorry, Finn, Rhodes, and Rollins, because I would like to see where the ones people expect to get to the final are in the first match. So one of two, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. Through. Yeah. Um, Will they do that? I don't know. I mean, it would be nice again to have uh, Damien Priest, Nakamura, and Miz in the other one, because then again, it's like, oh, someone different. It's not what we expect, right? That's what I'd like to see. Um, I still am going to try to manifest Shinsuke to win this whole thing, so I'm going to stick with that. I think Nakamura is going to win. And on the SmackDown side, I think because Edge's time is limited, I feel like they're going to try to have him against people he's never faced before. So with that being said, I think it'll be a Lashley Edge final with oh, nice. Nakamura facing Edge at Crown Jewel. Uh Night of Champions. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Um just before I get on to, to mine, I just want to play devil's advocate for a minute, because this isn't what I think is gonna happen. But let's just play devil's advocate for a minute. What happens? Uh Finn Balor wins the first triple threat match, Damian Priest wins the second one. Mm. 
Um, I mean, it, it's difficult because, again, in that in that situation, you. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I'd like I'd like to see Priest, but oh, I'd love to see Priest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Does he see us Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I'd I'd like to see I'd like to see Priest, but I just. I feel if they were gonna do something like that, they'd probably edge towards trusting Bala a little bit more. Um, just in terms of if you, you know, not not necessarily trusting Bala more, but if they went say Bala AJ in the final, there's some history there throughout WWE and further afield. Um, and stuff like that, and they could just they could play on that in the match a little bit more. Um, but I th I think I do think this this world heavyweight title opens up a lot of doors for someone like Priest down down the road because mm. he absolutely deserves it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think Finn Balor didn't lose the title, did he? When he first won it, he, he left Vicky at the day no. after, so he's got a similar story to Edge, yeah. where it's like, look, Damien, like we're good friends, but. I want that title. Yeah. I didn't lose when I last yeah. had it. And they could still have that competitive match and be like, look, this is no dis dislike to you, towards you. This is nothing against you. I want that title. And, you know, they're both yeah. wrestlers, so they probably appreciate that, like, well, you know, we expect we're not going to just lie down for each other. We're going to give each other the best match. Maybe start some kind of dissension in the ranks later on, but I do think they could still have that match and still remain, you know, as partners, essentially. Hmm. Yeah, no, well, yeah, they, they, I, there's I, no I, way they need to go about splitting the judgment day up now, is there? No, 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 not at all. It was just just a thought I had because it is it's a potential scenario. It could it could pop up. So, uh, mm -hmm. but yeah. I think um, you probably know where I'm going. That will get Seth win his triple threat match. Finn Balor win his triple threat match. They'll face each other. Obviously, I've got a back. Seth. Seth will come out on top. Um, SmackDown, I agree, Johnny. I think we could be looking at uh, Edge winning his match and Bobby Lashley winning his match mm -hmm. um, and Edge coming out on top and getting Seth versus Edge uh, at Night of Champions, which I would still back Seth because I've said it from the beginning. I do genuinely believe it. I know that Edge um, never lost it and he hasn't got much time left. I would like to see him with it at least once. But right now, I don't think there is anybody in the company that deserves to win that belt more than Seth Rollins. Um, I feel like Roman does carry the company when he's there, but I feel like Seth fills in all the other times and carries mm -hmm. it week in, week out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it is thoroughly deserved. However, saying that, if Edge was to win that final, I'm still going to be over the moon because they're my one and two so if if that that is the perfect outcome final for me i can't i can't lose if um yeah. if that happens so yeah yeah i also feel like yeah. if Rollins didn't win what does seth Rollins do from there because like you know what is the front to do if he doesn't win that yeah we can't have a we can't have another person trying to finish a story whilst mm -hmm. uh, yeah. whilst yeah. someone <laughs> is still on chapter 17 of 30 of trying to finish their story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Agreed. 
there, there we have it. We've got myself saying that Seth Rollins will win the tournament. Johnny, you're saying Shinsuke? No, I'm saying Edge. You're saying Edge. And Stu, you're saying for the whole tournament? For the, for the whole tournament, because I don't want to pick Seth Rollins, who I think will win it. And I can't say Edge, who I thought also might win it. I will say Finn Balor. Okay, so we've got Seth, Finn and Edge. Nice. Um, just before we wrap up, I put a post out on to Instagram. Uh, any questions, get them in and we'll try and get them answered. I do have two very quick questions. Um, one is, uh, I have not got a clue, but we will try and answer it. Um, and one is a bit of an interesting one. We'll start off with, the, I haven't got a clue. Um, it's from Henry, and Henry is asking... Who do you think will be universal champion in 30 years' time? I mean, probably someone that we haven't even seen yet would be my answer. Um, Christ. Um, someone being born right now, maybe. Time. <laughs> but, I mean, in, in, uh, in 30 years' time... So he'd probably be about 50-odd, but could we be seeing the, the end for the retirement of Dominic Mysterio? And he's a, he's, he's champion at that time. I mean, he's 25-odd yeah. now. Has he got it in him? I, I don't know if, you know, yeah, with, without knowing who's born, I couldn't say. But if it's if we're looking at people who may still be around, then then Mysterio might, might still be around. Goldberg, yeah. there you go. <laughs> I mean, Roman I mean, Reigns, still. Yeah, that. Do you know what? Roman Reigns was going to be my answer because because why not? <laughs> he will probably have some. How old's Roman now? Thirty-seven, so he'll be sixty-seven. He'll be on his retirement farewell tour that he's been doing for the past seven years. Before that, since he was sixty. Um, yeah, Roman Reigns <laughs> has won the Universal Champion, or Roman Reigns Junior. Let's have that. How about that? <laughs> One I mean, of I don't know how old Solo is. Solo is yeah. thirty, so he'd be sixty. He's sixty, uh, maybe not. But. There you have it, Henry. There's your answer for you. And we have one <laughs> final question uh, from uh, Roberts Gaming Twenty Two, who has asked quite a nice question, actually. Uh, what do you see happening with the LWO going forward? I'd love to see them in a feud with the Bloodline. Yes, well, I mean, that would be a thing of the realms. Do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not really sure uh, if there's another faction that they could go for. Um, yeah, I mean, not, not that well, the, the brawling brutes, but there's not enough of them. Mm. Um, I mean, I I would say it's it's gonna lead up if, again. If if I was in charge, it would it would lead up to Santos Escobar versus Ray next year at Mania. Would be where I'd go with yes. it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it definitely gives some exposure to um, Legado del Fantasma um, as a as a group to be with to be with Ray. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess that's. I don't know. I don't know where I see it going short term. Um, but I think long term, it, it's going to be looking towards building Santos Escobar as the sort of the big Latino star, I guess, to replace Ray when he does finally retire. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm mm. too far away from that. I'm thinking maybe do does does Santos Escobar get some sort of United States title opportunity at some point in the future? Do Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild get a tag title opportunity in the future? Um, but obviously still staying together as a faction at the same time. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really, not really sure. I, I can't really answer. I don't know. Um, as I say, there's only one real faction there, and that faction probably isn't going to last for much longer. Yeah, that is so, very true. Mm, I, I think you're right though with the Rey Mysterio retirement. Against if he's not going to retire against his son, then uh, this has to be against Santos Escobar, surely, because like that was yeah. the chance to do it. I think, and if he still feels like he can go, then um, you know if they want to move to someone else in the Mexican market. Then I guess that's the answer. Really? Yeah, that is that is a very valid point. A very valid point. Yeah. Did you boys have anything else you wanted to discuss or any questions of your own before we wrap this episode up? I I haven't this week. No, as a um, no. Well, week. apparently there's an, uh, another week, another Triple H major announcement. Apparently he's got another announcement tonight. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Another one. Um, it's probably going to be just a simple case of these are the brackets, this is the triple threat match, this is the triple threat match, and this is this one, this is that one. That's probably all it is, but they're making it out to be another big announcement. Apparently there's rumours of some big name coming back. Which is probably Becky Lynch. I mean, it's probably nothing bigger than that, but yeah. Yeah. That's uh yeah, I mean he's got the announcements every week, so uh, I get I get less <laughs> and less excited about them each week. Uh, until until yeah. one day they stop saying it's a major announcement and just say Triple H has got something he'd like to say. Um but yes. then, yeah. <laughs> so we will wrap it up there, ladies and gentlemen. Um Stu, where can these lovely listeners find you? Oh, I've, got, I've got to remember the new one now, haven't I? But for, um, <laughs> my my main uh, my main so um, is my TikTok that wrestling guy at WG nineteen ninety one. You can find me over there with various wrestling content coming out um, and new new Instagram that wrestling gram. Um, yeah, follow me on there again. That's going to be purely for wrestling stuff in terms of photos and any uh, any bits of uh, stuff like that that I find funny. So head over there and follow me mm. on Insta as well. Any advertising for your affiliate link will be on there. Advertising for my affiliate oh, yes. link will be on there as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Johnny, where can they find you? Find me on TikTok at Johnny Goldsmith and also on uh, Instagram at Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore. Um, and the most active on those on Twitter as well, Johnny Goldsmith too. Not as active on there, but I am still available on there. So get following. <laughs> also, if you haven't, big shout out to Johnny Goldsmith because his uh, Edge Shids theme from Clash at the Castle has just hit a million views on TikTok, which is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. So, so well yes, done. Uh, cheers, thank you. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's just perfect the way it's done. Like the words, no one misses a single word out. It doesn't. You can't even hear the music because people are singing it that loud. But I mean, yeah, it's it's wonderful when wrestling fans get together for stuff like that. It's great. 
just want to say I've got the exact same video. It's got 859 views. So, <laughs> <laughs> so share and share alike, guys. Um, yeah, I've, I've been uh, I've been Jay WrestleTalk. You can find me on TikTok at uh, Jay WrestleTalk, uh, Instagram Jay WrestleGram. Uh, on both, doing all things uh, wrestling, talking about wrestling, things that are going to happen, things that have happened, what finishes, etc. Et but also some special news we will be having very very soon a snapbacks and beards instagram and quite possibly a snapbacks and beards tiktok as well that are purely for things we do on this episode or if we've got anything we want to chuck out on there as well we'll get that over to you guys also tonight this week is a very special week because we are doing a podcast with the outcasted oh yeah who are they yeah, yeah, I, heard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I heard rumours that there was something going on with this Outcaster podcast that called us out. Uh, but whatever, we'll see what happens with that. Eh? No, in all, all jokes aside, we're very, very <laughs> excited about that. Yeah, it's nice that, because um, again, yeah. they've got quite a big following, and it's nice that they've um, reached out to us to take part. So I'm very excited about it. I love a wrestling quiz, and it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great show. Indeed. Yeah. We look forward to it. We do. So thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Outcasted, for the win that we're going to take from you. And we will see you guys <laughs> next time. <laughs>